Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we're focusing on the topic, God and God alone, based on our reading of Nehemiah chapter 9 and verse 6. Let us hear what the word of the Lord has to say in this passage of scripture. Thou, even thou, art God alone. Thou hast made heaven, the heaven of heavens, with all their hosts, the earth and all things that are therein, the seas and all that is therein, and thou preservest them all, and the host of heaven worshipeth thee. During Ezra's prayer in Nehemiah chapter 9, he made a very profound statement about God. In verse 6, we just read the profound statement that he made about God. Notice that he not only acknowledges that God is the only one, but all the hosts in heaven worship God. God can, we can believe that all the perfect things in heaven worship God, and on earth we find all sorts of excuses not to worship God. I guess we have not come to a full enough understanding of who God really is. I guess if we understood that God is the creator of this earth and that he is the redeemer of mankind, then we would never stop worshiping God. I guess some of us have created our own gods and therefore find it a bit difficult to worship the one and only true God. Matthew Henry, in his commentary on this passage of scripture, he said the following. In the solemn address to God, we have one, an awful adoration of God as a perfect and glorious being and the foundation of all beings, verses 5 and 6. The congregation is called upon to signify their concurrence therewith by standing up, and so the minister directs himself to God. Blessed be thy glorious name. God is here adored. One, as the only living and true God. Thou art Jehovah alone, self-existent and independent. There is no God besides thee. Two, as the creator of all things, thou hast made heaven, earth, and the seas, and all that is in them. The first article of our creed is fitly made the first article of our praises. Number three, as the great protector of the whole creation, thou preservest in being all the creatures that has given being to. God's providence extends itself to the highest heights, for they need it, and to the meanest, for they are not slighted by it. What God had made, he will preserve. What he does is done effectually. Number four, the object of the creature's praises, the host of heaven, the world of holy angels, worship thee. Verse six, but thy name is exalted above all blessing and praise. It needs not the praises of the creatures, nor in any addition, made to its glory by those praises. The best performances in the praising of God's name, even those of the angels themselves, 
fall infinitely short of what it deserves. It is not only exalted above our blessings, but above all blessing. But all the praises of heaven and earth together, and the thousandth part is not said of what might and should be said of the glory of God. Our goodness extended not to him. End of quote. I pray that we will continue to allow the Holy Spirit to take full control of every single area of our lives so that we can acknowledge that God, that God is the only true God and that He is and does deserve our worship, adoration, and praise. It is the same God. We, it is this same God who we will take and will take us into the heavenly Canaan. All we have to do is surrender our all to the total control of the Holy Spirit so that this God, the only true God, can continue to lead us into the paths of righteousness. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for the reminder that you are the only true God, the only God that exists. Help us, Lord, to trust you. Put our confidence in you. We pray through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.